Hey, my loves. My karmic booze. <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to go over a little bit some of the things I have found out about um, karmic debt. Karmic debt. Um, it had occurred to me recently that my last relationship was karmic. And so I've been processing what that means because up until a couple days ago, I didn't quite know or think it was necessary or didn't quite figure out that I need to identify what was happening. But once it clicked, I think now you're starting to see um, me able to start making some leaps and bounds and the progress that I need to, to make on this journey. And I really hope it's helpful for you. Um, I really enjoyed putting the notes together and I look forward to sharing it with you. So let's get into it. Okay. So if my experiences about uh, my past relationship being karmic, um, then I want you to think about everything you've asked for, um, everything you've asked for in terms of your dream life. So you have a picture in your mind of the ideal place that you want to live. You have an idea of what your body is going to look like. You have an idea of what your partner is going to look like and how he's going to be with you. You have an idea of what your children are going to be like. You have an idea of the type of job or career or how you're going to make income. And you have an ideal of the future um, that you want. And because you're on this divine feminine journey, divine masculine journey, you have an idea, you're kind of trying to come to terms with the mission and the impact that you're going to have. Right? So when you think about it in that way and then you think about what a karmic relationship is then you can apply to other areas of your life right so in the one of the last podcasts I did I I, um, said something along the lines of a karmic relationship is divine source way of creating a vortex to deliver everything that you want and desire into your life and the thing is you have to flush out those um, lessons and usually what happens is right after you expo right after you you complete those karmic cycles you step into what it was that you were destined for now some of us have these um karmic lessons over and over and over so it's going to be in your best interest to <laughs> try and um, complete those cycles so that you can step into everything that um, into this vortex where at the end of it at the end of the tunnel is exactly what you ultimately wanted um, I kind of wanted to just talk a little bit about karmic debt there's so much videos out there that I, I think um, I'm not going to really go into it, but I kind of want you to research that for yourself. But karmic debt has to do with the idea that 
because you're cleaning up your timeline, especially as a divine masculine feminine, you are gonna have to pay that debt back. And I will be honest with you, um, it occurred to me that in my lineage, um, there was cheating. So um, I remember talking about how your karmic shows you um, fears that you have and I've always had a um, I've always had a strong disliking for cheating um, and so I think what's so interesting is that especially if you want to have children you're going to have to be aware of the the karmic invoices and receipts you're creating for your children to pay off because um there was other things in my lineage that I, t- I if I feel comfortable saying that cheating is in my lineage um and it's something that I'm having to pay I feel like pay that debt um and whoever was in my lineage that maybe didn't so much suffer the consequences I'm having to pay that debt and I'm I've paid debt in other areas um because there were things in my family background that they've done that um I'm paying the debt for and that explains why these last couple of years have been really rough right and so I'm carrying their stuff, but I have my dirt too. Let's just be honest. I'm not the most perfect person. Um, so there have been little things, you know, like on the workplace or with family interactions or with friends, um, with lifestyle issues, with decisions I've made. There have been little karmic um, debts that I've had to pay. And so... I think that even um, as a collective, I don't know if you agree with me on this, um, but for t- for I think even as a as a worldwide, the pandemic is kind of us paying our debts, and it's the year where a lot of us are starting to purge. Because remember, karmic debt is about purging and purifying and preparing you for better so when you talk about everything that's going on with our politics and our healthcare system and our judicial system our policing system um you hear um about a lot of breakups you know this is not for everyone but i think that you've just seen a lot of of that purging happening so the good news is at the end of the day when we're done with this cycle we're gonna be able to now step into like a um uh not euphoria there's a word for it it will come to me but there's something to look forward to on the other end now the other thing i have here on my notes is this is something we need to unpack. So, um, I think if you've been following my progress, you've kind of noticed me kind of go back and forth between having 
really hurt and anger towards my ex and also being able to speak of him highly. And I just want to say that, okay, especially if you were in a karmic relationship, I want you to be responsible enough to recognize that as much as they were karmic, you were their karmic too. (laughs) Okay. And so that's something that came to me and I I felt like I had to share it with you too. So um, at the end of the day, we're all people. And um, as much as he was a good person, he had his things that he had to work out and as much as I like to think that I was a good person I had my things I had to work out and we were marrying to each other things that we need to fix I don't know um, what I reflected back to him I kind of have an idea but I, I, I haven't found a way to express it in words But I know that there were things he were marrying to me and I've been putting down notes and um, I'm starting to address those issues, right? Um, And so I just wanted to to make a note here that um, as much as you want to point the finger and say he was karmic, she was karmic, and I want you to know that you were karmic to them too. Um, but at the same time, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, he, he was a good person and, um, he had some really bad quirks, but that kind of brings me to another point, which is, um, it brings me to another point that these are things that we we contracted into our lives and there and the reason it clicks for me and this was really helpful is I was listening to this lady talk about her experience about how she was cheated on and it was very helpful to me because I was paying attention to how her coping mechanisms were and because of the way that the breakup happened, it made sense to me that she had written her soul contract with this karmic to make her life better. So she said that the way she found out her husband was cheating on her is she had put some some of her um, like makeup and stuff into a bag of his and Um, I guess they were traveling or something. It was her birthday weekend. And um, I don't know what it was, but she had put her stuff into his bag. And at a later date, she went back to the bag to, um, to get the stuff. And right there on top of, of her, of the bag, when she opened it was a note. And on this note, he had written everything that he did not like about her. He liked that she could not cook. He thought she'd be a horrible parent. He thought that she was overly dependent. And and he just continued to go down this list of things that um, he didn't like about her. And um, at the end of the day, she ended up getting married again and having children but it was like 
her contract, she had written that at some point in time, this person is going to write down everything and reflect back to me. I mean, when you think about looking in the mirror, <laughs> when you talk about looking in the mirror, the mirror is going to tell you if, if you have dirt on your face, if you need to wash your face, if you have boogers, it's going to tell you if you need to brush your teeth and if your eyeliner is correct, if you put your um, eyelashes on correctly, if you put on too much makeup or too much um, eyeshadow, or if you need to um, wipe away some of the, you know, like eyeshadow that fell under your eyes, it's going to reflect back to you exactly all your flaws and it's it's up to you to get in there I love doing my makeup I love 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 doing my makeup <laughs> and so um it there's an artistry artistry behind it and so if you get into the mirror and you start to really you know groom your eyebrows and work on the arc of your eyebrows and work on the definition of your eyes and play with the colors it's going to reflect back to you, you know, you, you put the work in and you're going to start to see the transformation, right? So I think that was very helpful to me to realize that as some of us are maybe a little bit sick and more twisted than others. And so our contracts are a little bit more <laughs> like really out there. But if you can take that idea that you wrote this contract for yourself to to mirror back to yourself, now you can start to have a conversation with your ancestors of what you need to learn, right? Like to me, I think I would be a really good ancestor because I have a really good sense of humor. And um, when I talk about how it was revealed to me that you know, ex had cheated on me. I I remember thinking kind of like divine sources just looking at me and <laughs> giving me all of these different clues. And they're like, okay, let's try this. Is she getting it? No. <laughs> okay, let's let's um let's have him say this or let's let's put her in this situation and see if she asserts herself. And and um. I know that they have a sense of humor with me because towards the end, instead of me having all the red flags for what they were, I was actually starting to double down in my commitment and that's something that I have to work out. I was wanting to get even more entrenched and committed. Um, even though the red the red flags were there, I was starting to make more progressive moves to solidify the relationship and to to work on it. Um, and it wouldn't have necessarily been a bad thing. It's just that it was karmic, and so there were it, it wasn't something that was meant to be right. So I want to move on to the next point, which is. Um, the same way we have karmic relationships, um, I've said it and I've heard other people say it too, but Divine Source uses relationships because in a funny way, they know that the lessons that we need to learn 
we're not going to really want to learn them unless it comes in the form of a handsome man or unless it comes in the form of a, of a pretty lady, right? That's just human nature. That's the way we are. And um, But if we look at how we handle these relationships, now we can start to identify other karmic areas in our life. So you can have, I think, karmic um, areas such as in your career and finances. So for me, that's that's a big one. You can have karma, karmic relationships with your family members. I have those. I have to flesh out. You can have karmic relationships with family, co-workers, people you meet on the street, um, the bank teller, how you treat them, how you interact with them. Those can be karmic instances. You can have karmic issues in your health, right? So I want you to kind of reflect on anything that's been rough for you over the span of your life that you're trying to overcome right now um, outside of your twin flame or divine masculine relationship and look at it as those are areas that divine source is giving you the opportunity to purge and purify so that you can step into what it is exactly you want. Now me, your girl, I'm a big dreamer. So I want the loving husband, companion. I want children that, um, I can dote on and I'm paying very much attention to make sure that I'm not going to project what I want onto them, but I want to create every opportunity for them. So I'm very much looking forward to having children that I can dote on and love on and who knows what those relationships are going to mean like. Um, I 2020 was a karmic year for my health in terms of I think for any woman over life, you're always trying to figure out how to manage your your health. And so 2020 was a really good culmination for me in terms of um, hitting the lows of not being able to go to the gym and um, falling back into some eating habits where I was just eating whatever I could because I could throughout the day and I'm not I'm not going out, I'm not exercising because everything was on shutdown. But 2020 also gave me the opportunity to take everything I've ever learned throughout the years and apply it. And I'm definitely coming out of it a better person health-wise because now I know that, like for example, I started picking up just walking around my block, right? So I couldn't go to the gym. And it felt restrictive and I had to kind of come up with creative ways. I tried jump roping, um, which is something you can do in the comfort of your home. And then I was able to start to look up um, videos where, YouTube videos where I could work out in a small space in my room or in my living room or in my backyard. And that was a shift for me because I know moving on in the future, I'm not gonna have the excuse that I always had of having to go to the gym. So. Throughout the years, it was like I would, it would be difficult for me to go to the gym, but I would push through and go sometimes five o'clock in the morning or after work. And, and if I didn't get into that routine, it just wouldn't happen. But now I know that, you know, especially if we're talking about me having to travel and move a lot and, um, 
work out of my home and potentially even having children, I'm not always going to have the luxury of going to the gym. So now I have creative approaches to being able to exercise in my backyard and in my room and um, in my house, right? And so it let me know just how adaptable I could become. Um, In terms of career, um, when you talk about what does a karmic career look like, right before my last job, because right now I'm in the process of becoming um, self-employed and and I don't ever really want to work for anybody again. And who knows what that will look like, but right now I'm working on being self-employed. But right before my last job that I held for about 10 years, that job was so karmic. I mean, when you talk about the, the boss from hell, oh my God, I used to drive to work like... I remember towards the end, um, I would, you know, have the weekend, which in my mind, I knew it was bad because on the weekends when you can refresh and recharge, and then you go into another, you are mentally prepared to go into another week of work. And then, you know, by Wednesday, Thursday, you kind of have the emotional toll of having to go to work. And then you push through into Friday excuse me, and then you go into the weekend, and then you recharge, and you go again, and I knew things were bad, because the weekend would come, I would recharge, I would go out, have fun with my friends, relax, do what I need to do, run my errands, and Monday morning, 7.30, I'd be driving to work, and I would be in tears, in tears, like, crying out to the universe that, I was so fed up with the situation. I went through so much crap in the five years I was at that job than I did in my whole work uh, experience, right? And um, I was able to kind of reflect on the work relationship and... When you talk about how divinely orchestrated and amazing and awesome it was for me to get my next job, and my next job had everything I wanted and needed in perfect time for me to even get my first house. Um, It was perfect for that season. That season has ended, um, and it's propelled me into other things. But um, because I was able to reflect on my relationship with my boss and my coworkers, when I went into this job, it had higher demands, but I felt really equipped with all of the knowledge I had from the, it felt like boot camp. It was, I was there for five years and I had already been working for about five years before that in different jobs. Um, so by the time I went into the last job where I was there for almost 10 years, um, I I had challenges, but the, the confidence I had to handle those situations was amazing. Definitely had challenges, but I definitely felt equipped because I had seen 
some of those things before and I was able to kind of nip them in a bud and and kind of steer away from having the same mistakes and the same experiences over. So if you translate that over into what to expect out of our relationship and other karmic areas in our life, we have a lot of exciting things to look forward to. Um, I know if you've been following my journey, I have been very fussy about the idea of ever dating again. If I'm honest with you, I want no parts of it. Like, <laughs> I could at this point become a celibate nun and make a difference in people's lives. I don't know how I'm going to have children at this point being a, a celibate nun, but <laughs> um, that's just the space I'm in. And this is kind of me dealing it with it before kind of really understanding that it was karmic and the purpose of of what a karmic relationship or karmic situation is so um it does kind of lighten my spirit a little bit i know i have something to look forward to um but right now i'm gonna respect the space i'm in in terms of relationships and just uh, I kind of feel like it might be another five years is how much time I need to to just unravel the emotions with that. But when it comes to my career, you hear it a lot. Um, I am pouring myself into my career in terms of becoming a professional day trader. Um, and, And I'm looking forward to what that's gonna mean and um, like I said, I've had karmic situations in my in my in my career and profession. And the last one, last job, was really ended well. Um, and then the pandemic hit, and it forced me to readapt in different areas of my life. But I'm taking comfort in knowing that because there's so many shifts in health and. Um, Um, relationship and career and family and all these relationships uh, because I know what it means now in a bigger scale it's like okay bigger brighter things are coming ahead and I'm actually also excited for what that means for us on a global scale because if we're going through a karmic purging because of the pandemic um, and we're being put under a lot of pressure and forced to deal with a lot of things it means that further down the line we're gonna have better and brighter days right Uh, yeah so I just really want to um, I really wanted to to bring this home for you anything anything that you're going through right now that's rough I want you to think about what your heart's desires are I want you to just take some time out and think about okay this is going bad this is going bad this is going bad and then I want you to sit back and think about well what were some of the goals and dreams and hopes and desires I really wanted in those areas of my life and then that's really going to help you figure out you know, how your ancestors and divine source are helping you to purge the mindsets and the the thought templates we have 
so that you can get to that ideal space, right? And know that as soon as you end those karmic cycles, you're going to be okay, right? Um, um, I want to encourage you to take the approach of co-creating with Divine Source to change the outcome and to get the desired um, outcome. So, um, like I said, for me, I'm taking all of the karmic stuff that has happened with my career and really pouring into what it is that I really want. I really enjoy everything I've learned about day trading and now I'm just perfecting my craft. And I know from listening to other people, it can take two to three years. So I'm definitely in it for the long haul. I'm appreciative of the support system I have that's going to be able to help me in that process and support me while I'm I'm perfecting that craft. Um, um, I'm just going to continue to to be healthy. Like I said, at some point I do want to have children and I've made very intentional, um, deliberate choices in, in the types of things I eat, the teas I drink, the vitamins I take to make sure that my reproductive system is, is <clears throat> as healthy as possible. And then, um, ooh, my voice is going out and I have like 30 seconds left to get off of here. But I want to encourage you to start thinking of how you can co-create. And I'll end with this. It's my desire for each one of you that Divine Source will provide you with an abundance of the spiritual, physical, emotional, monetary, the intuition you need, decision-making skills you need to become the best version of yourself and to step into the best version of our lives. All right, that's it for now. I love you. Take care.